0: Yeah, 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 we go up Chasing this money It give me a rush I am the shit And I still can't be flushed Still in the six And I still can't be touched Caving yeah, rap bitches Eat them up for lunch Moving that white Like the Brady Bunch They think that I'm soft Until I make it crunch Yeah They think that I'm soft Until I make it I, I load up the chopper My legs are whole block up If you feeling froggy Then leave Yeah, my creators What's going on? You already know When the hog go It's another edition of Cuts You know what the Cuts stand for Culture, Urban, Technology, and Sports My creators I do gotta give them A total, total apology the previous episode it was, it was to be episode 112. Okay, episode 112 with Sub Caesar. Room was, 112 baby. Yeah, it was room 112, right? <laughs> right, but no no no. So it's episode 112. I messed up. I on, on the feedback, I looked on it. I messed up and kept saying episode 111. No, it's episode 112. This is episode 113. 113. Nonetheless, man, oh man, I'm so happy to have this man in the building man let me let me give you a little story time So definitely earlier this year uh as you guys know one of my top clients for when I do producing for is hip hop gamer from hot 97 and he brought me and a few and a couple of other um of my contemporaries shout out to Torres shout out to Milk you know what i'm saying we was up there at Pax East 2022 ah the amazing Pax East it was it was refreshing for everybody to return and come back to Pax East. But nonetheless, definitely um at the AMD booth. Shout out to AMD, man. One of the dopest, dopest, dopest software companies out. You and know, such what I'm
1: hospitality, saying? man. They put oh, out a great. Man, the hospitality is off
0: the charts. This is where me and this young man right here, this gentleman right here, we met. You know what I'm saying? We met, we chopped it up. We networked. I did I did, I did some homework even after the network, I ain't gonna lie, man. We talk, I got I got a legend, I got a legendary. Figure, man. He may he may be humble and say not legendary, but I I'm with it. I I did my research. Legendary figure here, man. If you if you're if you're from NYC and you know the legendary law firm, sir. We we got we got a legendary guy here. Nonetheless, I got Justin Jacobson in the building. Justin was good, son.
1: Good man. Thanks for having me. And you know, like you said, we definitely met up at Pax East, which was an awesome time. And you know, hip hop had that booth on. It was just ride. It was just like you just saw like a mass of people around it. It was crazy.
0: Yeah, it was like if you ever guys ever saw the legendary picture that I posted on my um Twitter and as well as on my Instagram, that was no mirage. That was really what went down. It was not this
1: huge room where was just everyone just gravitated towards this.
0: Yeah, to AMD man, shit. It it was it was an I, I gotta say AMD probably had the best booth like hands down. I mean there may have been other booths that was rocking, but if you want to talk about overall totality of like greatness and overall takeover of Pax East, hands down AMD got it. But nah, but definitely with you, man. I, I like I said, as I as I as I as I stated about the legendary status, I do not I I don't I don't I don't know if you mind if I want to say it. You know, if you guys know of the law firm, Jason Co., this man right here is 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 one of is one of the co members. Or uh, not even co members. Co is the co owner? Yes. No.
1: Well, yeah. So, you yeah, know.
0: yeah. Legendary, legendary law from uh, Jacobson and Co. So, my creators, as I told you, with the season, we are swinging for the fences for great figures here. You know what I'm saying? And this man right here, I can tell you off the rep, even of my short time of knowing him. You know what I'm saying? In a, in a mere couple of months, man, let me tell you, he has gotten me out to some legendary events. Whenever you see me at the A that is courtesy of this man, but nonetheless, Justin, let my creators know about you, about your whole background and everything on the whole nine.
1: Awesome. Well, yeah, we definitely have had some fun out here. Now that the world's picking up again, and you know, as you mentioned, you know, I'm an entertainment and esports attorney, and for over a decade, I've represented professional athletes and musicians and DJs and producers and fashion designers and pro gamers and. All kinds of creative people in town handling all their legal matters, their contracts, their trademarks, copyrights, you know, business LLC stuff. And just always, you know, been very involved in that. Done stuff with all the major labels and publishers and really kind of done all major deals with most people. And I'm also very involved in academia. I've taught music business classes and now I teach esports and video game business classes at few different universities, including University of North Carolina, Wilmington, what Post University in Connecticut, and St. Francis College in Brooklyn. And I also wrote a book, The Essential Guide to the Business and Law of Esports and Professional Video Gaming. So very involved in the esports and gaming world. So there's just a lot of fun stuff going on. And you know how we originally connected is I'm also running esports and gaming talent division for Ford Models, where Ford Models has created a new digital influencer management platform. And I have over 25 talent, including the amazing hip hop gamer himself as part of talent that I work with and help kind of steer their career. So very involved in a lot of intersections of you know culture and music and sports and the gaming world.
0: Yeah, now that's what's up my career. Do you hear that? That 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 resume alone is definitely a remo approved and is definitely just off the charts like epic like take my creators into how you how you felt and what the transition felt like separating yourself from you know the legendary firm that you know you and your father you know your father yeah you and your father and you put together like how did that go how did how did that feel like definitely building up your own legacy in a sense take my creatives into that
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those things where what's great about New York and especially pre-pandemic was like, there's always something great going on, especially during the week where there's fashion shows, magazine release parties, album release parties, like just so much of the right people doing things. And I think being able to go out there and, you know, find talent, work with them, kind of identify their needs and develop my own relationships, you know, was just amazing to where I'm able to now. Have clients that are like my clients and people that have been working with me for years or more. And that's who their lawyer is. And that's who they have this relationship with. And, you know, I think it's important to be able to have done that and to kind of been able to find people that have no dealings with anyone else but me. So, you know, to me, that was one of the biggest things is being able to find people that I kind of vibe with and I can help on their journey. And, Hopefully they're successful and their successes are my successes. And it really just helps you grow.
0: Right. That's what's up. Definitely take us into what do you feel your insight as a late with entertainment? And as well as, do you feel there's enough entertainers that are understanding what's going on in the business of entertainment versus the ones that are not like, take us, like, take us into that, like your insight.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that they call it the music business or the sports business because it's a business. And I think a lot of creators, especially early on, you know, when you're – Musician, a DJ, a vocalist, a rapper, like you just don't do some of the things that any other business would normally do. You don't create a business or corporation or LLC. You don't set up tax structure and figure out how to best structure your payments and income. You don't trademark and protect your artist or DJ name the same way you would for any product or clothing company or toothpaste or water or whatever else you're selling. So there's just a lot of fundamentals that I think the creative people just don't identify and especially almost do it when it's too late. You know, sometimes I have people come in with these agreements and it's like, well, it says that you gave them all the rights to the song. So like, I don't really know what you want me to tell you. Like, I know you wanted to come here and me to have some, wave some magic wand and to (laughs) tell you something different. But like, unless they really held the gun to your head, the contract is probably going to be enforceable if you're over 18 and you signed it. So, you know, I think that a lot of people, don't understand the magnitude of what they're doing and don't approach this like a business. And then they run into issues when they are successful. And that's always what I say to people. It would be a shame if you actually were successful and made a lot of money off of this and you didn't do anything right. Like if you, it's one of those things, like if a tree falls, no one hears it. If you do a record and you don't make any money and you're just spending money, then who's gonna fight over nothing. But if you make thousands or hundreds or millions of dollars, trust me, people are going to come and they're going to want their cut. And if we didn't do things properly the first time at the beginning, trust me, there's a reason why lawyers and people that are involved in this are usually the only people that win in these situations.
0: Right, man. And, and my craze, and as you just heard what Justin's talking about, man, it is very key for you from the jump. Don't worry about the numbers and the views and everything I'm to. You need to make sure everything is on the up and up ASAP From the beginning Because as he's telling you This industry is no joke the, the more your fame rises The more that people want A percentage of that shit Like you know what I'm saying it And is the not more even... you
1: have to worry Like right? because you're making money Like if you're not making any money
0: You can give 100% or 50% of nothing Is nothing Right 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 Nah that's definitely true man And also too man I'm definitely glad You you, you really touched on that And really gave you insights Woo have been your top clients. I mean, I'm I'm having you hurt feelings early. Have you let's say I, I'm a a a, top five. I'm not a name dropper per se, but right. Right. you right. know, right. Right. I right. Just I've say definitely
1: right. you know, like there's some people, well, I guess there's certain people that I feel like have done some amazing stuff. So, you know, there's this EDM vocalist Hallien who, you know, I've worked with for you know a long time and her you know husband's a really one out producer. So Definitely helped, you know, him do a very, you know, large publishing deal early in his career. So right. they'd have, you know, platinum artists are touring all over the world. And I saw them at E-Zoo, you know, in twenty nineteen and they were like, you know, on the main stage performing with tritonal. So, you know, it's really exciting to see people that you've kind of like grown with and see where they're, you know, gone. And then, you know, there's some, you know, NFL guys that I've done some stuff with and some other, you know, rappers and producers that are big in, you know, the hip hop world. And so there's just a lot of different people. And then, you know, with Ford, we're working with, you know, former NFL player, Amon Green, who's also right. you know, a college e-sports coach. And, you know, we have WNBA play Ariel Powers, who's, you know, gold medalist and WNBA champion. Oh, uh, Shout
0: out to Ariel, man. I haven't yes, seen her she's since a, um,
1: the 368 event before pandemic. So, you know, she's very involved in, you know, the, Esports scene and gaming. She's the co-owner of Team Liquid. We work with, you know, Skeptic, who's a big creator, who's a Fortnite pro and really just have a bunch of unique people that, you know, working with OG King Kurd, who's the Nets gaming um, coach for their NBA 2K League team. So we have just a lot of people that span a lot of areas. And that's what I think is really unique, Is I look for people that kind of straddle these entertainment and cultural worlds, because as we know, all of this culture moves together. You know, I always used to hear about all the pro athletes and, you know, rappers playing 2K and Madden and Halo and all these games in the locker room. And like, it wasn't really as well known as it is now. Where now everybody knows about Juju Smith and Odell and all these guys gaming all the time. So it's, you know, really nice to see these worlds like kind of publicly merging and, you Mm -hmm. know, being able to work with different players and musicians. And, you know, we have some radio DJs like the Hip Hop Gamer and some other people that you know do voiceover for games and you know our musicians themselves have you know been actresses in tv shows and stuff so we have a lot of people that are entertainers content creators that have you know a gaming component and I think that's really unique and you know something that you're seeing really works where you know maybe you're an NFL player but you also like gaming so now there's a whole new avenue there or you know you're like Joel Embiid or Gordon Hayward an NBA player who loves gaming and able to create these new marketing and you know business opportunities in this new world
0: right that's what's up and definitely take us into when was your pinpoint year or time frame when you really realized and seen and really realized and seen that the gaming industry was definitely going to take over when was your pinpoint mark well, I would say that you know I've always been a lifelong
1: gamer, so you know Nintendo, Sega, N sixty four, Xbox, all the all the goodies. Definitely played two K and Madden a lot more hours than uh you know I'll tell online lo- you know tell on the air, but right. <laughs> I would say probably about six or seven years ago, I really kind of stumbled onto what was going on on this really high level. Like I knew it was huge in Asia and South Korea because you know I was a big StarCraft and StarCraft two fan, so I knew that those pros were like huge there but like, it really wasn't a thing here when I was growing up. And, you know, so later I was kind of flipping through the channels and I saw, you know, individuals playing street fighter for like, you know, a quarter million dollars. Right. And it just was like, Whoa, like this is the game we used to play for 25 cents. Right. And people are getting, you know, half, you know, quarter million dollars playing this video. And it just like got me on this exploration of kind of who was involved in, it, especially on this really professional attorney level that, I was in, uh, you know, I started in the more entertainment and music world, but I then started to see a lot of similarities between the worlds, between how you, the legal stuff, the business structuring, and just the way you would approach a talent in this world. So I was able to really seamlessly transition and start working in that area. And at that point, most of the you know attorneys and people that were doing it at a really high level were very similar. They had very similar background. They were most kind of born and bred esports and video games. But I came from this more traditional entertainment world—the movies and TVs—and you know, front row at Fashion Week and you know, album release parties and those big events that we we were at. You know, we were at that NFT NYC event that was just thrown, you know, thrown by Nolcha who does an amazing fashion week event every year so it was just really a whole new world that a lot of these people weren't involved in so i really felt that i could just bring a different energy a different knowledge and you know like you said a different network where you know my background is working with you know the warners and sony's universals having you know working with precious paris of g-unit and doing her love and hip-hop deal and you know working with other you know unique artists that are in you know, Fader and, you know, The Source and XXL and some of these other big publications. So there's just a lot of different avenues and angles that I bring in that was different. And as a result, I felt that I could do well. And I kind of just went at it and started to work with different talent agents, working on behalf of their talent to kind of do these deals, learn the structuring, learn how you engage with the teams, how you work with the players, how you talk to them. Cause this was like a whole new world from, you know, working with rappers and DJs and athletes. Like, there's a, so these gamers are just a totally different persona for most of them. You know, obviously there's some similarities, but there is a whole new kind of vernacular, a way to deal with them, a thought process. Like they were just very, I would say not unsophisticated, but just naive in this whole world where, you know, with the sports, And the music world, like, you know, you need an agent, you need a manager, you kind of grow up knowing you need a lawyer to get you a record deal, and you have an agent getting you booking, and, like, you kind of know this stuff, whether it's from TV or movies or just being in it, like, you know, Entourage or, you know, Arliss or Jerry Maguire or any of these pop culture things that talk about, you know, sports agents or, you know, music talent agents and all this stuff, so it was really new and unknown in this esports and gaming world. So there's just a lot of education, a lot of like teaching these players and creators and even team owners, like, yeah, like you should have a lawyer and yeah, you should trademark your gamer tag and you should have a corporation. And there's a lot of business things that you're missing out on that. If you structure your business properly, you can make a lot more money, Right. but you just didn't know this stuff because this is so new and is moving so fast.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yo, my craze, Once again, I hope you're taking this information down, Scott. This, this is this is one of the guys that are willing to give you this information, willing to give you to get this packet of information for you to succeed in this industry and in this business. Yo, all right, but let's segue. Let's definitely talk about. Yo, listen, that NFT event was crazy. I'm not even gonna lie. That was like my first week, of, my first time, and first week of ever witnessing NFT NYC. In your heart of hearts, uh, did you expect it to be that large? And also, in our uh, second part of that question, how did you maintain your rest to at least attend majority of those events? Let's go right into it. So, yeah, that event was definitely... Way more than
1: I thought. I didn't. <laughs> I had no idea there's gonna be a second level that was gonna be packed. I was like, okay, like there'll probably be, you know, some people here. Like, you know, the guy that runs it always does really good events, and like I said, you know, they do a, a great New York Fashion Week every season, and have been doing stuff in Miami with NFT Week. So I was like, okay, like I know it's gonna be good. I'm not gonna go, and it's gonna be ten people. And then I thought, okay, then the first floor was full, and then they opened the stairs, to so like a whole nother bigger floor, and it's like, wow. And then like an hour later, that whole room was filled and it was just like, that was great. And they, you know, he had just had so many things going on from, you know, the Zeds run Budweiser statues to the Budweiser, you know, that AVR virtual reality thing that you went in. Like, yeah, it was, it was, you know, the baby shark NFT party threw down, you know, they came to New York and they, they definitely left a mark. You know, there yeah. was a lot of really great people there from, you know, most of the big companies in the space and. Yeah, no, the NFT week overall was intense. There was just like nonstop events. Like you could just literally have stuff every couple hours. There's like a lunch event, a dinnerish event, an after dinner event, a late night event. Like you could just program your whole schedule. So it was, you just had to be selective. And, you know, a lot of these events, you have to be like a token holder or like have the NFT or be a guest of someone. So they're very particular, but, you know, I went to a really cool one that was, you know, Polygon Studios, Dr. Disrespect's, you know, Midnight Society event where yeah. you got to kind of get a look at that and, him, you know, the doc himself came by and, you know, Polygon Studios space in the city is pretty awesome. Like, Yo. just like going through that was an experience in itself. So they threw a nice little mixer down there. So it was. A cool vibe it was definitely not the club that we were at which was bottle popping like yo, sparkler crazy, going yo. like yo. that was a new york club on a monday night Yeah, right, this yo. was a little bit more mellow
0: yo i'm not even gonna lie to you bro i yo i had to i think i had to ask you literally i think i had to ask you like four times that night i was like yo bro what in the world is this situation you got to sit to, son? I was like, yo, on a Monday, son? A Monday. It wasn't even like a holiday day or anything like that. Just this a is random like Regular after work Monday. <laughs>
1: like, yeah. And, like, when I kind of got there and I was, like, saw the lines around the block I was, oh, like. This is annoying, and then the round was the line was around the block the whole time. I was like, "Oh well, I invited all these people here because he said he needed me to invite people, and like, it's gonna be a real pain." But like, you know, it worked out. Yo, it
0: worked out is an understatement. (laughs) It was a fucking zoo. You would you would think you would think the Yankees or the Giants freaking won the won the championship. That's how crazy, yo. I think literally no BS. I think there had to be at least more than about give or take 5,000 people. Uh, I mean, yeah, like there was
1: literally just was it wasn't wall to wall. It wasn't like uncomfortably tight, right? But like there really wasn't open space anywhere.
0: <laughs> yo, know, but also too, I had um definitely went to the um to the Nasdaq and 300 event during that NFT week, man, yo, the fact of just being in a room with like Al Sharpton and fucking Kevin Lyles was crazy. And just hearing them talk and then the networking that came out of that, man, and being at the nat, like literally seeing the Times Square ball, like right there, bro. Mm, like right amazing. there. I was like, yo, chill. <laughs> hey, this is different, son. This is different, bro. But yeah, man, nah, definitely, man. So what's, um, so definitely with gaming, man, what's the last thing you played? What's What's been going on? What what other games are you looking forward to playing this year or by the end of the year?
1: I mean, I'm always a big 2K guy. You know, that's always my default, play that a lot. And I have this Marvel Contest of Champions game on my phone that's like when I'm out on my phone to kill time, it's like a Mortal Kombat with Marvel characters. And it's just something I've just been playing for years. And it's just like, it's, it's kind of like my addiction that I can't shake that like, I like playing it, but I don't like playing it. But, like, I keep playing it, and it's, you know, between those two games, I don't have enough, you know, that's about it for me. Like, I'll jump on StarCraft two every once in a while, but I also, this new... M- I think it was the multiverse game with like the, all the DC characters the Warner brothers, smash brothers. That looks really interesting. I'm really contemplating downloading that, but it's like, I feel like once I get down the rabbit hole, it's like, Oh, do I buy the deluxe edition and unlock all the characters, like, am I going to play it enough that I'm going to be able to do it? Otherwise it's, you know, it's always like you want to buy a game, but sometimes you just have so much else going on that. Like you don't get to play it as much as you'd like.
0: Yeah, nah, I feel you, kid. I feel you, dog. Like, yo, I ain't gonna hold you. I'm still I'm still rocking with Ninja Turtles, man, for the, my Switch. Still rocking with it. I, I'm still n- nostalgic, happy. Um, What's the last thing? Oh, man, definitely I'm, I'm definitely gonna hop on Madden. I'm gonna try to find time to play it. I just, you know, everything that's been happening with me since the last time I saw you, everything brand-wise has just been on a up and in acting. And I, I picked up another role. So it's like, five roles that I'm handling at once plus, you know, with the podcast stuff and the, and our music stuff and everything. So it's like, right. It's uh, like there's not enough time to game. Not enough you know? no time to game, bro. I <laughs> <laughs> nah,
1: never, right. It's like, I just need, sa- I used to have the Saturday night, late night, but now with the little one, it's like, uh, uh, I can't stay up till two and two, two in the morning anymore. Gaming right now. I'm exhausted.
0: <laughs> no, let's definitely. And then before we get on, let's definitely touch on that. Like what, what is the feeling like? of with, with fatherhood and, and even now with you just having the big schedule, like how do you like really maintain that? How do you just balance everything with that, man? It's, it's definitely
1: interesting, you know, definitely changed the whole entire world. Like the last year has just been, I would just say chaos where it's just like, if I don't write it down on a, in like a piece of paper or on like a note, it just might as well not even have happened. Oh, wow. Like there's just so much going on that like, I'm just, writing stuff down and checking stuff off my list and like making sure that I'm on top of everything because there's just so much going on and that's a good thing, I guess, but you also have to make sure that you're taking care of everything to the, you know, the highest level. So, but it's cool to see. you know, it's definitely a very interesting thing, especially more recently as he's starting to kind of move around more and, you know, (laughs) get more into it. It's, it's, Exhausting To say the least (laughs) Nah but he's cool I like him
0: Hey Well I mean Well yeah I mean you (laughs) have to dude (laughs) Right It's like You're
1: obligated It's like I guess I have to He's my son I have to be nice to him
0: Yo Jess I swear to God Yo Oh (laughs) oh my
1: (laughs) I love the little guy He's a funny little guy
0: (laughs) Yo my (laughs) crazy Yo, just oh, I love you, man. Yo, I love you, man. Even in a short time. I love you, man. But nonetheless, man, gotta get going. You know, so I got I got definitely an event to attend to and everything like that. But nonetheless, man, reach out to my creators right now. Let them know where to follow you at right now, man. Well, thanks
1: so much for having me and everyone tuning in. Yes. And you know, make sure to follow me on Twitter, Justin Jesq. Same on Instagram and check JMJESQ.com for you know my contact info and lots of articles and my other appearances and to really get in touch with me. You know my DMs are open. I'm always happy to, you know, kind of pe- put people in the right direction. i always looking for new clients and people to help. So, you know, yeah. as I, I said earlier, am Remo Mirac.
0: You know, what right? I'm tell
1: them Remo sent you, and you yeah, know, we'll Remo take care Marac. of you.
0: <laughs>
1: but you got to make sure to do it right, and that's my last word of advice. If you want to, if you want this to be a real career and a real business, you have to do it right. Because the worst thing is for you to be successful and to not have done it right. And let me tell you, the headaches I'm dealing with with people that are successful that didn't do it right. I just came from a lunch today where the manager is just like yelling at the producer or it's like, yo, man, like, you can't be doing this stuff without getting paperwork signed. Like, can't just bring random, you know, vocalists into the studios and let them contribute stuff and not do the right paperwork. And, you know, then we're doing a record deal and they come out of nowhere and now we have to buy their rights out and it just creates chaos, and the label's like, hey, man, like, what's going on? It's like, oh, well, we're trying to secure the rights from this random vocalist that we never heard of. And, you know, they're not going to release the record without the rights and the right, the clearance. So it's, you know, important to do it the right the first time. And usually if you do it right, you might be successful. And if you're successful, you'll get what you're supposed to.
0: Ah, you heard it, man. That's Justin Jacobson, man. Yo, my brother, I definitely appreciate this, man. This this was definitely a Remo-approved, man. I definitely appreciate you giving me your time. Nonetheless, my creative, you know how this is going. This is episode 113, 113 of CUTs. You know what the CUTs stand for? Culture, Urban Technology, and Sports. Now, you already know what it is. You want to follow your neighborhood, Rue Sprayer, social dream himself. You go on Instagram, at Remo, Marac, underscore, as well as on Twitter, at RemoMarack. If you want to follow the podcast, it's c.u.t.s double underscore on Instagram, on Twitter. It is Cuts Podcast 2. You heard also, too, you want to be a guest on here. Hit us up on Cuts Podcast 1 at gmail.com as well as music creators. You want me to review your music? Hit me up on Groover, groover.co. Search my name, RemoMarack. Dwing, send me a track and I review your music and as well as Download the Clash TV app as you can catch Cuts on Clash TV. If you are an iPhone user, you are winning. Android user, don't worry about it. We're going to get to you soon, but still. (laughs) Android user,
1: farewell. Have a nice day.
0: (laughs) But you already know what it is. Like I said, it's episode 113 of Cuts. You know what the Cuts stand for? Culture, Urban, Technology, and Sports. You know how I'm signing off. Ah! We got that Ah! That's PTC. That's pound that chest. Hands over the shades, and it's the two-up. Come on, men. We are out of here, and that's peace. Hey, my creators, what's going on, man? You know what it is, man. This is neighborhood ruger sprayer, Remo Merak. Nonetheless, man, you just listened to another episode of CUTS. You know what the CUTS stand for? Culture, urban, technology, and sports. Nonetheless, my creators, if you want more, if you want more episodes, if you want to give feedback, hey, if you want to be a guest on the podcast, hit the email, cutspodcast one at gmail.com, as well as the Instagram, hit the Instagram up at c.u.t.s double underscore hey even if you want to get on my personal Instagram you know what it is man hit me up at remomarac underscore on Instagram as well as on Twitter at remomarac also too if you want to go to my website hit my website up remomarac.com and also too music creatives you want to send me your music send me your music I'll give you a great feedback also on groover.com you know what's up you know what it is The hashtag PTC, that's pounding that chest. Come on, man. Let's get it. Let's go.